Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Frozen, Frozen, Heroes, gonna tell you about Frozen, Frozen, Heroes, gonna tell you about comic books, costumes, facts, boots, and other stuff. In this week's issue, Strange Adventures. (laughs) Just do it. Just do it. Welcome into Bros. Leave that all in. (laughs) Welcome into Bros, Foes, and Heroes. I'm Zach, joined as always by the marvelous Mr. Mike. Hello there. Uh, we are laughing because there is a concert that is uh, happening tonight. Yeah. Just a couple blocks away from it's us. It's literally like right here. Yeah. and Right on the other side of the building. And you can hear their sound check uh-huh. all the way up here. We say all the way up here because we're on like the 21st floor. We're on the 21st floor, floor yeah. Um, they're so, on floor one. Yeah. They're on the ground <laughs> level. Because they're outside. And blocks away. And their sound check yeah. is coming through. Oh, it's clearly. very loud. Yeah. Uh, it's the Margarita and Salsa Festival. Yeah. Um, so if you like margaritas and you like salsa, well, this happened several days ago. Yep. And you should have been there. <laughs> I went to one once. Yeah. Yeah. We went to, I think we've been to two. They're not went, bad. It's fine. It's when they used to do it over by the convention center. But or I, not the convention center, the Coliseum. Yeah. That's when I went too, but I went when I was 19. I was underage, so I didn't get to fully appreciate. I Here, got to uh, uh, enjoy the salsa. I am not um, a big fan of these things. Oh, yeah. Because you buy a ticket, and then the ticket only allows you to have this much of this and this much of that and all that. And you know what? Go screw yourself. I would rather just go someplace and have margaritas and salsa. (laughs) Thank you very much. Uh, So you went to one of the local uh, Mexican food establishments afterwards and got to have your fill. Yeah, I will. Um, Okay. Uh, I was about to ask you. You, uh, well, we didn't have a show last week. We did not. No. You were I was not in, in the state. I was in Denver, yeah, Colorado. It was very good. Uh, with the podcast movement, uh, met a lot of really cool people. Is it about um, podcast dancers? Yes, it's mostly about podcasts uh, moving around while you're listening to them, so you don't get uh, that uh, disease where your muscles all uh, atrophy. Yeah, atrophy like concrete. Yeah, you don't want that. Or maybe you do. I don't know. But, um, you know, podcasts are a very uh, sit-still kind of medium. I guess. Yeah. No, that's not what it was about. It was. Uh, it's just a podcast convention, the first one I've been to. Um, but the last day of the, of the conference, I realized, 
oh shit, I'm in the app. So like I'm scrolling through the app of the on-demand stuff. Yeah. It's me. I'm in there what do you with mean? my little video that I made. So I made a video so I could go for free, basically. They gave me a $500 ticket just for oh. making this stupid video. Yeah. And I get there, and I'm just scrolling through the app, and I'm like, oh, shit, there's my video. Yeah, so I was in that. You were on the on-demand app? Yeah, I'm, I'm still in the on-demand app. Did people notice you while you were there? Yes, yes. So and you became a minor celebrity. I was, I was able to hand out cards, and they were like, oh, I've heard of your network. Okay, great. Nice. And then while I was there, I got word that I'm speaking at the one in Orlando in January. Wait, wait, you got word. Uh-huh. Well, I got an email saying, congratulations, you've been selected as a speaker. Did, did you put your name in for it? I did. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, it'd be weird if they telling, didn't. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I By the way, happening. as random chance would have it. You, you get to speak for You us. get to speak at the sewer convention. Hope you aren't petrified by public <laughs> engagement. <laughs> well, I, I got a little worried about it um, because the more I think about it, and then my wife, last night, she was like, Oh, yeah. And she got her laptop out. And she goes, okay, I bought tickets for everything. I was like, shit. Okay, now it's a real thing. And so we're going to go to Orlando. I'm going to take her to Universal and oh, do the nice. Harry Potter thing the first uh, day or two before. Yeah. And then we'll stay for that thing. So that'll be cool. Wow. So you're just a regular. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. You're becoming a while I was, while I was famous there, podcast person. <laughs> while I was there, one of the ladies, uh, I sat down in this booth. I, I went to every booth. I brought back so much garbage. But I bet you I brought back 300 business cards. And I'm going to try to steal every one of those shows. <laughs> and so um, I sat down with this lady, and she what she does, she used to be a script writer. And um, now this shows you how bad TV and movies have become. She used to be in you know, script writer and ghost writer and all this stuff on all these shows. Now she's at a podcast convention with one booth saying, hey, we can write your show notes. So, I mean, that's how far it's fallen, right? Yeah. But um, anyway, we were talking. They ghostwrite books and all these other things. And she, I told her my story, and she goes, you should write a book. She goes, I would read that book. It's like, I've never thought of writing a book. Yeah. But sure, let's write a book. So I don't know. We'll see. Wow. Yeah. So you're writing books? Maybe. You're speaking at conventions? Uh-huh. Mike, you're going to be too big for this podcast here. You know what else I did? What? I bought uh, I bought a bunch of brightly colored socks. No. How about that? Yeah. No. Yeah. Are you going to show them off to Also, I don't know. It, you don't usually see me like this, but I've been buying all these watches. Yes. I buy like 6 to $12 watches off eBay. But I do notice the different pieces. That I have know. different watches on yeah. all the time because I'm the watch guy yeah. and now the fancy sock guy or whatever, right? So I, ca- Can <laughs> I you came. Can you two things at once? <laughs> sure. All absolutely. Right. It's America. <laughs> uh, I came home and my wife had bought this big like uh, uh, case to put all my watches in. So now I have to put them on tiny pillows oh. and stuff. <laughs> and all I can think is... These tiny pillows probably cost more than, than each one watches. of these watches. Yeah, but oh. anyway, it's, it's very nice of her to put it That's all in there funny. for. Her. She was very excited about that. Oh so. man! Well, I'm glad that you had fun in Denver and that it was you're cool. Becoming a yeah. very famous podcast person. I'm trying, man. Trying. I'm gonna drag all y'all with me. Oh well, we appreciate yeah, buddy. That. Uh, let's go. And hopefully, we don't drag you down the other way. Hell uh, no! Hell no! What we're going to do? Something oh, a little bit. Oh. Can I tell you one more no, thing? Yeah, go ahead. This has nothing to do with comic books. Okay. You know what we're pitching next week? Hmm. We're pitching locked on college sports or college football. To locked on. Okay. Yeah. That's nice, huh? That's nice. That's good. Yeah. Ah, see? Yeah. It's good stuff happening, man. It is I'm good telling stuff. you, there's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Next thing you know, Marvel will be in here. Maybe. Let's go. But let's do it. Beat those suckers up. Make fun of their comic books. Yeah, sure. Let's yeah. just beat the hell out of them. <laughs> be great. So what we're going to do today is sometimes in the past we've gone through and they've there have been titles that are just anthologies yeah. where we've covered the whole book sure. thing as a whole. I'm just picking two stories out of this one issue, but to me, they were both 
just rather amusing, and that's why we're covering them today. Yeah. Uh, this is DC's Strange Adventures from all the way back in 1950, um, issue number five. If you wanted the cover, is one of the stories we'll actually cover, and oh. it's the man who could vanish. Strange adventures. Um, what defense is there against an invisible menace? Read the startling story of the man who vanished. Oh, right. So we got I'm some. Not. We got some uh, sci-fi. Yeah. Tells true today. Suspense, sci-fi. Rod Serling would be proud. Yeah. Exactly. That's what we're going for here. Each strange adventure tales had. A like it started off with a story about Chris KL99, who's some space as- astronaut. Chris KL 99. Huh. Okay. Um, All right. Well, this was a time when everything was space, right? Yeah. I mean, then we get there's some other comics in here about whatever the world's greatest weapon could be. It's like this. I didn't read it. It looks like it's a laser, but it's a dome over Earth. I don't know. It's weird. Okay. What we're going to focus on, though, first is one... Stephen King got that idea. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Good book. Bad show. So, (laughs) the story we will first begin with is titled, Mr. Wilkins Sees the Future. Okay. It's a story by Robert Starr. Starring Don Knotts. No. And essentially, we're introduced to our main character here, whose name is Roy Wilkins. Hey, Roy. How are you? And it goes through just excessive lengths to make you realize how normal of a guy Roy is. Like, he's walking by this uh, drugstore window, and the clerk behind there goes, oh, there's Roy Wilkins. Must be, you know, five after eight. Yeah. He's always our uh, five before eight. He's always a little Sure, 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 sure. However they tell time. Well, everything was at eight fifteen back then. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And then instead of and we moved it all out to mm-hmm. daylight yeah. savings stupid time. Stupid daylight savings. Stupid farmers. So, <laughs> stupid war. <laughs> uh, so, uh, <laughs> I get lost when we do yeah, this. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I uh, know you're fine. Uh, essentially, he's. I just uh, coughed asthma. so much. It was rough. Anyway, go <laughs> oh, ahead. That was a, story <laughs> that was a different story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just all over my chest. Ah, oh, it was like tingling. Um. So while he's at work again, he's talked to by his friend. Hey, what are you doing? You know, what's been going on with you, Roy? His friend's like, oh, nothing. I'm just your regular average guy. Oh, nothing. Just disappearing and coming yeah. back. It talks about, no, that's, that's oh, our later one. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the guy who can tell the future. Oh, that's right. Uh, it talks about how. You've already has, asked me that. He has this girl <laughs> named uh, Jane that he's dating. Jane. And she's like, hey, where are we going tonight? And he's like, we'll go to the usual spot. He has the same place they go yeah, to. Yeah, God does the same thing all the time. Yeah, it says, I love this line. Roy was a good, steady worker. Not brilliant, but not stupid by any means. Wow. His boss considered him an average worker. Oh, nice. Right. Is that what it said on his uh, thing every year where they get average together and they're worker. like, well, you know, you've done an average job again. You are my average worker. Yep. Uh, it talks about how he was never good at sports, but he enjoyed watching them. Mm-hmm. His dates were never spectacular. He's apparently taken his date to the movies in the chocolate shop. He probably drinks bush beer. It's <laughs> just like middle, low to the road kind of beer, you know. Oh, man. Bush. It doesn't mention because uh, they're at the chocolate shop. He doesn't drink push. Ball. I can tell you that. No. But you know what? Push is a high quality drink. That uh, we're waiting for them to make broberry. Right. Broberry. Banana soda. Very <laughs> banana. <laughs> it doesn't taste like berry. No, it doesn't taste like bananas either. <laughs> but it, well, what the hell was, is this flavor? I thought it was banana soda, nah. but it was like purple. It tastes like something else. Banana. Yeah. It tastes like, uh, uh, like uh, smothered steak. That's what it tastes like. Like Salisbury steak? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, you can get those steak 
stick, uh, like little chunks, and they smother it in gravy. I like the hamburger stick. No, no, these are like the little, little stick the chunks. track cut little things. Yeah, little bit things. Yeah, sure. Okay, I don't know, Cutlets. man. Don't Let's just say it tastes like uh, ground beef. How about that? Anyway, his girlfriend. <laughs> We've changed the flavor. <laughs> his girlfriend uh, tells him about this giant, like. Uh, computing machine that's able to tell the future. It's this giant computing brain. machine. Hey, it's the fifties. Sure, uh, it's this mechanical brain. Okay, and Roy thinks to himself, "Hey, I'm going on vacation. I'll swing by and see this giant mechanical brain." Since I'm hey, well, who computing. wouldn't? Who wouldn't? So while he's there, and he's waiting in line to see this mechanical brain, he realizes, "Man, I didn't think there would be so many people here." Glad I brought this issue of Fame with me to read. Fame. F A M E. F-A-M-E. Okay. And he pulls it up to look at it and realizes that he's on the cover of it, <gasps> and it's dated November 20th, 1970. Oh, my gosh. This is way in the future. So it's 20 years in the future. Yeah. And he's like, hold on. What did I do to get on the cover? Like, inside, it you know, it didn't have the story. Killed what, the guy. Well, so he's leaving after seeing the brain, trying to figure out, that's so weird, and somehow he ends up walking on a beach, and he sees this woman just... You know, I like the fact that he just went ahead and saw the big brain. Uh, yeah, yeah so did. this woman is like she's drowning. Mm-hmm. It looks like she's drowning in the water while he's at while he's at the beach. They're looking yeah. around after yeah. he's left the mechanical sure. brain. Sure, and he's like, "This must be why I'm on the cover <laughs> yeah. of fame." I saved this lady. I saved this woman's and life. Twenty years later, so they put me on a magazine. <laughs> so he swims. Oops. Perfect logic. So he swims out there to rescue That's her. Zach trying to swim. It was, and I yeah. accidentally yeah. hitting the uh, mic stand. Yeah. Uh, but to go out there to save her, and the thing is. He gets caught up in a wave, and the lifeguard has to go out and rescue him and says, nice job, miss. You saved this man's life by <laughs> grabbing his hair and holding him until I could get here. That dummy. But That's the, not what he's famous the for. The girl was just trying to get the lifeguard's attention, so oh, she gets the lifeguard. Roy's like, fine. You know, there is no better way to get a date than to pretend to die. Yeah. You know? That's, exactly. Yeah. Uh, he's thinking to himself, you know what? Maybe uh, my luck hasn't been great, but I'll ask Jane to marry me. There we go. That'll do it. That fixes everything. He goes to Jane's house, and her mom's there, and she goes, Roy, I'm sorry. Jane just got married yesterday. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) And then then when your marriage doesn't work out, you go, you know, we ought to have kids to save it. Jane was married yesterday to a very promising young lawyer. Yesterday. To a very promising young lawyer. Okay. Uh, He also works as a lifeguard. So then he thinks to himself, well, if I'm going to be famous for something, like I ought to be good at things then. That's true. I'll learn astronomy maybe. Oh, yeah, astronomy. That's the first one I would pick. So he goes and takes, uh, starts taking classes, and the professor here just tells him, uh, you just don't have the scientific mind. I'd advise you to quit now. I can never let you graduate. What the hell? Then he's like, all right, maybe it wasn't sciences. Maybe it's music. And you see him with a violin teacher. Uh And the teacher says, no, no, Mr. Wilkins, I have to stop you. I've been at this for too long. (laughs) I'm ashamed to take your money anymore. I'm ashamed to take your money. You have no musical sense. The same thing happens when he paints. Like the artist is like, no, find something Bob Ross says, get out of here. So then he's looking in the mirror one day. And he's like, I'm not good at anything. And look at me. Now I'm balding. Oh, Maybe no. that's why I'm famous. I create a cure for balding. What? So he goes down. It shows him with like all these. Hey, you know what he could have done? Read the magazine. That Well. Probably would have done it. Been easier. Yeah. But he goes down and he has like all these, uh, what do you call them? Beakers and. Okay. Like Flasks equipment. and Flas- beakers. Yeah. Yeah, and he's sure, like, sure. I don't know where he got all this, for, you know, uh, the 
uh, ingredients and and let me tell you about chemicals. This. Uh, a high school science teacher can't watch the class all the time. That's true. So there you go. But this is Roy Williams, average man extraordinary. Roy Williams, the guy who used to play for the Roy Cowboys. Wilkins, not Roy, oh, Roy Wilkins. My bad. Roy <laughs> Williams did play for the Cowboys. Both of them. Yeah. Uh, two Roy Williams. This, yeah, this there was is? a wide receiver and a safety. Oh, see, I always think of the safety. Oh yeah, yeah. no, the wide receiver was from the University of Texas. They're gonna stink this year, aren't they? Who the Cowboys? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna be good. That's I think it's me. gonna be rough. That's totally fine. We'll see me. when they play the Raiders tonight. It's the last preseason game, so give you all a moment in time. This yeah. is what this is. Did you see, they traded for Trey Lance. Uh huh. <laughs> I don't understand that. I don't either. Fourth round pick. So to two me, years after they gave up the friggin' farm to get this kid. So that that tells me though that maybe Dallas is like pushing back a bit. Well, they've already too. told what's his face, uh, Will, whatever his name is, their backup. This will be your last game. We're gonna play you the whole game today, but this will be your last game. Oh, so you can? They've already freaking told him to that. To tell him like, hey, so you can just kind of show Poor off. Everybody guy. Else? Yeah. Poor guy. Anyway, anyway, back to other. Roy I go out without no pants on or something. Just yeah. Hey, yeah, hey, hey, I'm your quarterback. You're not gonna find another team after that. That's true. Uh, but in oh, his, you'll find a team. Raiders just, are always hiring. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, while he's messing with all these uh, chemicals and stuff, it causes a lab explosion. No shit. It does. <laughs> and his nurse who takes care of him, as he's bandaged up, he asks to marry her. Oh. And or, Wait. he asks her to marry him eventually. So, like, a day later? I don't know. Or whatever? I'm assuming it's okay. a little bit later. Great. It doesn't say how much time. She accepts. Great. They have kids. Like, life goes on. He forgets all about it. Uh, okay. Until the calendar hits the day. Like, Sure. Close to, yeah, it's 1970. Yeah, and he's like, oh, man, what am I going to be famous for? What is this? It's a joke. I haven't done anything. Yeah. And he walks outside the door, and there's photographers there everywhere, and they mm. take his picture. And he's like, hey, you got to tell me, like, why am I going to be in Fame Magazine? And he's like, you got to buy it and read it. You got to He's not going to tell him. Come yeah. on. He's like, sorry, sir, it's a secret. You'll have to buy a copy of Fame November 20th it's to learn. It's a secret. Yeah. Yeah. So... He buys the copy with his cover on it, and you open it up, and you know what the article says? What? Roy Wilkins, Mr. Average Man. He has never done anything extraordinary, been nowhere special, and never distinguished <laughs> himself at anything. The winner of our big nationwide Mr. Average Man contest. Oh, my gosh. The end. What? It, it, <laughs> it was the first guy to... To kill himself hanging in a closet and he was jerking off or whatever. Yeah, that's rough, man. Poor guy. Yeah, that is very sci-fi though. That's very Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah. That's what. It's not are. a terrible story. No, no, no. It's not. Especially for an anthology. I yeah, mean, it but it's, it's it's fun. I just thought it yeah. was a very. Oh, it's great. It's just average. Yeah, he's average. I like that. I like go. the writing. So we'll have one more. We're gonna get to the Vanishing Man we talked about, and that one's a bit of a doozy there too. We will get back to that, or we will get into that. Uh, right after a word from these people. Push soda! Probably not. And welcome back. Hey there. Hey. Uh, welcome, know. welcome to NPR. Uh, Today we'll be talking about finances over fifty. But first, our, now the news. And now the news. Um, Today so, in Lithuania. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, 
I have listened to a lot of NPR, and that sounds dead on. So, let's get to our feature story. <laughs> J.C. Penney's finally closing down. <laughs> uh, the man who could vanish. Okay. And what we are first int- guy with the future. This guy can vanish. This guy can vanish. Got it. Okay. So we are introduced to. Uh, have you ever wanted to have that power? Like where you could vanish? Be invisible? Yes, only if I could control it, though. Yeah, like you want to be able to go in the girls' locker room kind of thing? Is that is that what it's for? No. But I'm saying, well, in, in come theory. on. No. You saw the Porky's movie. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> Doesn't mean it's right. Oh, okay. I, All right, I, so I this is it's a, one of those, it's one of those <laughs> if I don't get caught, would I do it kind of thing? <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. I'm, I'm happy to see. That was really a test on you, Zach. I, just want to I sure. feel like I should have passed. Um, we're saying it says here. I think you about, did, and I did man, as well. Uh, that happened. Uh, it talks about the professor here and how he's been able, yeah, to turn himself invisible. And we're introduced to Thurston Tidwell. Thurston Tidwell, who was working on of the Maw Talk Tidwells, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> who was working on? I, I have to just read some of these. Uh, I know I'm working on the right track. Visibility is merely the reaction of light on the human eye. Okay. I guess he's right. Yeah, and okay. since the human eye can see only one kind of light, mm. my task is made much easier. Man cannot see ultraviolet or infrared light because their wavelengths vibrate at a rate of speed either too fast or too slow. I'm not sure that's the science, but so, yeah, maybe. So essentially, think of how the flash, you know, when he moves really fast, yeah. how it kind of yeah. makes him invisible. Yeah, oh, that's true. He does the complete opposite because he thinks that you need to slow down. You need to slow down. And sure. that's how you're not able to see it. He tries it on some rabbits. It works in the process of uh, going to check on the rabbits. He hits his ray and it shoots it kind of out the window of his. Oh, good job, doctor. Of his apartment. Just shooting it at And right at that time. A criminal walks by. A criminal is, is running by away from the cops, <laughs> and his hand gets hit by the ray. And he's like, "My hand's invisible. I'll be able to get away with so much That's stuff." That's the like first this. thing you think. It's not that they just shot my hand off. It's that it's invisible. And he looks in there, and he notices uh, the uh, Mr. Tidwell working on his machine. Mr. Tidwell. And we find out the professor is not actually the professor. But that is the nickname for this uh, criminal because he is. Where is it? You were going to say it's a nickname for his downstairs. No, it's Mr. Tidwell. It says, oh, uh, <laughs> the they criminal. Don't, they uh, he, more <laughs> cops coming the other way. Well, they don't call me the professor for nothing. I'll figure a way out of this. That's right. I yeah, he's, he's got it. Yeah, he, I guess so. But the professor, as in maybe the he criminal, was a friggin' professor, notices Mr. Tidwell working on his machine and goes down there and he's like, hey. I can't like just sneak up on him with my gun. Like he might just faint. Hey, criminal! From or die of fear. Sure, that's true. So he waits for him to run the test, and he jumps in front of the ray, and it just does like hits his lower legs, and it just only does his feet. And he's like, "All right, do the whole thing now, Doc." And he's like, "Who are you?" It's like, "Well, I'm here to help you. You know, yeah, help you with your invisibility." Sure. And he's like, "I don't. I haven't tested it." And he pulls his gun on him, and he's like, "How about you just go ahead and do the whole thing?" So he does, and the ray turns the criminal, or we will call him the professor now. Not yes, to be confused with Mr. Tidwell. Yeah, yeah. But the professor is now completely invisible, except the gun he's having, or he's holding, and his glasses mm-hmm. and things in his pocket because metal cannot oh, be. Oh, that makes sense. Turn yeah. invisible. Yeah. 
kind of like Superman with yeah. his lead. So he's kind of like standing there. Oh, yeah. Look, you can see all his stuff. So the cops go. Are, it's a TSA. Yeah. That's what it is. It yeah. Is. The cops are looking for the professor, and they break into our knock on Mr. Tidwell's door, and he lets them in to look around. And obviously, yeah, they can't see anything because. Foley master. Uh, he's invisible. Yeah. And so he sneaks out, and he decides, hey, I'm going to go ahead and go uh, rob a jeweler. Okay. Well, he goes to scoop up the diamonds, and they don't turn invisible. Oh. So he's like, I can't do that. Yeah. But he finds out that apparently when he touches money, the money turns invisible. So cash money turns invisible, but diamonds will not. Yes. Okay. Here's the thing. It doesn't, he's just invisible, but somehow him touching money can make money invisible. I don't understand. But it, there, it is because later, after he steals all this money, he also decides to pickpocket people on the subway. Okay. And it shows him when he lifts the wallet that it's seen floating. Oh. So how come? Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, that's two different things. Anyway. Ghost whisperer, ghost get in cars and drive around. That's not yeah. a thing. He decides he needs to be more careful, and he realizes, oh, there's an armored truck over there mm. that they're loading up. He goes and just sits in the back of it since nobody can see him, and he just starts stuffing his coat with money. But it's going to show up, right? No. No, because the, the money is... The money's invisible. That's weird. Uh, it shows him back at his house where he's made about $100,000 in one day. What a guy. And his money is still invisible even though he's not touching it. Oh. So I don't know how he plans on I using it. I don't know it. how he does that, yeah. He decides to celebrate but realizes, well, I can't sit at a table and get served at a restaurant because it's going to look like nobody's sitting there. Sure. So he goes back to the kitchen, and when the chef's not looking, he eats the food. Does the food turn invisible when he eats it? No. Or do you see it go down his gullet? None of that either. It's Nothing. Not brought up. Nothing. Oh, come on. Uh, Lazy. It, it shows him then that he's back at his place, and it says days have passed and turned into weeks and then into months. And he's got so much over a million dollars, but he's just not happy. He's just bored. Like, nobody can see him, you know. Yeah. So he decides, you know what? I've always wanted to be, or if I can't be the hunted, I think I want to be the hunter then just okay. to help. You know, sure. give me something sure. to do. Yeah. So he starts using his invisibility to start giving tips to the police about the underground, like, um, gang robberies and stuff that are going on. Like, he'll sneak into meetings, listen, and oh, tell the I cops, see. like, what's ah, happening. That makes a pretty good CI, you know? There's one where it talks about how uh, one of the thieves had planned this diamond smuggle uh that was going to be a huge payoff and he was riding the speedboat into where he was going to drop it off and instead uh the professor tied up him threw him in the back and drove invisibly drove the speedboat <laughs> to the cops and that's there's a thing where it says officer this is kill jackson you'll find the stolen diamonds in his pocket and the cop replies i hear someone talking but where is he <laughs> Yeah, that's not that doesn't that's not gonna turn out well. Well, it leads to just this giant heist of where he's gonna try to help take down. Um, where's the? That's probably oh, Sugar Boy be, Allen. That's probably gonna be struck down on on uh, on the stand. Probably because I mean, you just heard a voice tell you to grab this guy. I court uh, cl uh, case dismissed exactly almost immediately. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, but it says uh, that he's trying to nab sh the notorious Sugar Boy Allen. Sugar Boy Allen. So he hears his plan of the, uh, I guess, the uh, robbery of the car factory. I don't, it's a heist of a car factory. Okay. I don't know what's going All on right. there. Yeah. Um, That's but, what I always try to steal is the biggest things I can. Yeah, but the cops are there, and they already have him surrounded. 
and uh, the professor realizes that Sugar Boy is about to try to shoot one of the cops. Sugar Boy. Or get away, so he rolls a tire at him, and Sugar Boy turns to shoot at the tire, Sugar and Boy. everybody just sees the bullet stop in midair oh. because it's hit the professor. Oh, no. And the professor falls down, and he's like, a bullet hit me. I'm blacking out and returning to visibility oh, no. at the same time. Now they can see me, and he falls over. And you think he's going to be dead, but no. It's just, I've told you how I did it. You wouldn't, Or if I told you how I it was invisible, you wouldn't believe me. I've been helping yeah. you guys with all yeah. this. Now, you know, maybe it's better for me to go quietly to jail and pay for my crimes after an experience that no other man in history ever had. Quietly to jail. And that's how it ends. Wow. Okay. Well, what did we learn? So, I think we learned from the first one. Don't be average. Sure. Or if you are, you, you might get famous. Yeah. yeah. So one or two things. So I guess be average. Be average or don't be average. <laughs> so we started, that's a zero-sum game. We started we with the same loop. thing. We, yeah. And then on the second one, yeah, we learned don't Go invisible, invisible and shout at cops. Well, or if you do go invisible, shout at cops. Don't right. roll tires at bad guys. There you go. Because you can get shot. Yeah. Well, I think those are pretty valuable life lessons, honestly. I think so, too. Yeah. They're very solid. Tires and bullets don't go together. No. Yeah. Um, I, I think it I think it came down to uh, man's greed, uh, ultimately, in both of those situations. Yes. I think you know? you're right. I think that's what we were talking about is greed. Yeah. If you have a problem with greed, call <laughs> 1-800. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. No. It's a, I love these old stories like this. I just think they're- They're just fun and interesting. They are. Yeah. And it's- it, it gives you a slice of life, like what people were thinking at that time. Yeah. You know, I just, I, I love the whole get them coppers and that kind of stuff. You yeah. know, I just think it's fantastic. And the fact that a cop just hears voices and, and goes, okay, like, okay, I'll just take this guy <laughs> in. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, Mentally yeah. Under, un, unstable Jerry there. He's, he's going to take them all in. <laughs> uh, you know, there was this great podcast I used to listen to called Brushes with Jerry. Yeah, well, that came and went. <laughs> came and went, as it should have. Oh, man. It was uh, bad. Well, uh, as always, Mike, <laughs> I don't know what. Terrible. I what a terrible it. show. Anyway, uh, right. Mike, thank you as always. Yeah, man, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks for all your for research, really. I, I'm just reading And stuff. now you're so, yeah, but you're so, like, like you're so technologically advanced now. You have a little. I just have, like, a little. Kindle thing there yeah. or something. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's like an e-reader. Yeah. But I just have it. That's for the so cool, though. Instead. Yeah, that's yeah. great. You don't have to print them out anymore. It's nice. Well, I did that too, so it's easier for you. Yeah. Know. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate but it. Yeah, but yeah, all we, good. We talk about things that are dying. Printing's dying in oh, general yeah. too. Oh yeah. Everything's digital. Dying. Everything. Everything is digital. Yes, Grandma. Everything is digital. Um, it is. Uh, it's a weird world all of a sudden, especially after COVID. Man, everything just freaking changed. It just things got weird. You yeah, know, but with the Zoom world and the. Uh, all, the, for the better. all the papers are dying all this i i told Does somebody that mean we're gonna get trees back though no i told uh no we got to build the uh, cars out of wood now or something um <laughs> they're classier uh i was telling somebody the other day i mean i i feel like in my lifetime i will see newspapers and at least one side of the of the radio dial die mm-hmm and then I might even live in a world where TV is not what it used to be at all. I think it kind of already is. Well, it's getting very close, yeah. But I could see networks dying, you know, at yeah. some point. The, the big three? I could see it, yeah, absolutely. Well, think about what you're saying, right? Did you ever think that newspapers would just go away? I mean, years ago, 
No, you you never thought that. It, we, if you wanted to advertise your product, it was TV and newspapers, you know, and radio. Mm-hmm. Well, now, where do you do that? Oh, you do it right here. If you'd like some information on advertising on our podcast, please reach us at info at roguemedianetwork.com. There you go. Uh, that was a great pitch. <laughs> Thanks. Great I pitch. appreciate uh, it. As always, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Uh, until next time, stay safe, everybody. Golly con. Frozen. Frozen. Heroes. Gonna tell you about Frozen. Frozen. Heroes. Gonna tell you about This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. This has been a Rogue Media Network 